and welcome to this week's episode of Meta Spiritual Talk on the Meta Spiritualist Podcast. I'm your host, Marla, and through today's journey, we have the pleasure of speaking with Athena Callender, who is also known as Coach T. Athena teaches heart-centered female CEOs, coaches, consultants, authors, entrepreneurs, and corporate nine-to-fivers ancient holistic wisdom keys to regain balance and harmony in their inner and outer worlds. As an indigenous Native American, Athena is a conscious plant-based eater, and she guides her clients on their safe journey, returning back to Mother Nature through plant-based nutrition and ancient holistic lifestyle practices to attune your mind, body, and soul. Athena believes that you can create a new 5D reality, your own heaven on earth. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Take a listen. This episode is sponsored by New Media Film Festival. Introducing their newest category, Faith and Family. This category highlights stories that are faith-based and or family-friendly. To learn more about this category and more, visit www.newmediafilmfestival.com. The Meta Spiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. So, Athena, welcome to the Meta Spiritualist. Thank you, Marla. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. I'm happy to have you. And um, I know it's top of the morning on the Pacific Coast, but great midday to you on the East Coast. Yes, we're just, you know, loving it over here in New England. Um, it's a beautiful day. It's December 10th. And, um, you know, there's great things in stores. We're winding down the year and uh, the full moon that was just here a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. So much lunar energy coming through, um, you know, just paving the way for the abundance flow um, that I can feel in so many others as we get into alignment you know, and, and more importantly, as we get ready to reset, you know, as we get ready to restart, you know, a, a new year ahead. So, yes, yes. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what is it that you do for a living? Certainly. Well, my name is Athena uh, Calendar, and I am the founder and the creatrix of Restoring Wealth and Wellness. And I am on a mission, a soul-led mission, uh, to really inspire radical change in the hearts, the minds, and souls of women of color globally. And, and how I do that is by teaching plant-based nutrition. And, and really, you know, where I'm from, I'm from uh, central Massachusetts. I was born and raised. And then I grew up in Ojai, California. My parents were entrepreneurs. And so from an early age, I learned all about, you know, strong worth ethic, And then additionally, I was raised in a Christian uh, household. So I learned about faith from an early age. And I even attended Crenshaw Christian Center out in LA, which is a big mega church, Mm -hmm. uh, Casey Price. And I learned about faith and I learned about tithing. And so that's been the base of my foundation growing up. And, um, you know, and so starting my business was really about, you know, healing myself and all the traumas, you know, Mm -hmm. that we all go through in our lives, you know, and so, um, you know, and and so needless to say, um, you know, I found my freedom, you know, once I returned back to mother nature Mm -hmm. and, and so, and I'm also indigenous, I'm a Hassanamisko Nipmuc. And so very, very proud. And and so um, over the years, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 
don't really want to say how, how young I am, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> no, you don't, you don't have to disclose that yeah. if you don't want to. Yes, you know, um, but either way you slice it, you know, I've seen some things, I've, I've, I've experienced um, a lot, I've overcome a lot. And so now my plan is to help share that. Um, again, with women of color who are looking to level up um, in their mind. And really, um, you know, a lot of us are underserved, you know, mm -hmm. and marginalized. And when we think about the health of this population of people, you know, uh, it's, it looks very grim. You know, when you look at, at a lot of the um, health statistics and the chronic disease and the cancer and the diabetes and the obesity and whatnot, you know, so it's important for us to, you know, clear that out, um, clear that, you know, uh, generational trauma, but then also to clear our temples so that we could be lit up to be the lights of the world. And that's really what I'm here to do as, as a light of the world to help, you know, spark and reignite, you know, that internal flame from within that has gotten dim, you know, from different uh, life struggles. And mm -hmm. so that's to do that's like a little bit long-winded no it's okay um so th thank you for that background um what what is very interesting to me is your indigenous um how mm. has that influenced your spirituality and also how has that influenced the way that you move in the world being a woman of color because you know when, when you first look at you you look like a black woman and um historically we've been programmed to think that um indigenous people are more of a different skin tone certainly so one of the things I would mention um growing up you know I knew that I was Nipmuc but where we moved to California and then um coming back uh to Massachusetts there wasn't really a strong connection to the tribe at that time mm -hmm. it wasn't until I was going to college that I was looking to the tribe to get um, scholarships um, because they they provided tuition um, reimbursement for natives. And so I wanted to take advantage of that. But it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I became more aware or rather I was on a path to know myself. And a lot of us black Americans, we don't know our root. And Marcus Garvey says that a people without knowledge of their, you know, former history, you know, um, is pretty much like a, a tree without roots if you don't know your, your history. And so for me, I needed to know who am I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, a lot of us, again, we come from, um, ancestors that are from the South. And so again, with the whole diaspora, you know, a lot of us don't know our root, but needless to say, uh, Marla, um, it was kind of like when I had my awakening um, and again, wanted to know who I am. You know, this is all about this path of self-mastery that came to my mind. Right. Um, and that's when I realized I need to learn more about, you know, the the Nipmuc um, history and the tribe and, you know, what is it that they want to um, uh, accomplish? What are their goals? And what can I now do? You know what I mean? To uh, take my place um, to further out this mission, you know, for our ancestors. And so um, I would say, uh, to be honest, you know, when I finally came to myself in a way, and this is when I switched over to plants and I left organized religion and I went on this path of self-mastery and I started researching world um, philosophies and traditions. Um, and, and again, that brought me right back to my roots as an indigenous uh, a native. 
And then looking at those healing modalities and um, even medicines, herbal medicines, which has been a big uh, factor in my transformation, you know, learning how to make the medicines, learning how to work with the earth energy, you know, learning about sacred healing circles and the drum, you know. Um, and so it's just exciting to be like, oh my God, this is who I am. And I get to be this proudly, you yes. know what I mean? Um, but I had to do the research, Marla, and I had to put myself out to get connected because yes. it wasn't like it was always like that for me. I had to seek it out. And then the tribe has welcomed me in. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. Yes. Oh, that is great. That is so good. So what would you say was your parents um, Catholic or Christian? Was your upbringing in that in Catholic Catholicism or Christianity? Sure. So it was a Christian uh, denomination. Um, and then as we move through, um, you know, uh, throughout different churches and whatnot, you know, we we started off Baptist and then we went to uh, the faith based based church um, and then we were Pentecostal. And then I went from Pentecostal to apostolic. Mm -hmm. And so these are real traditional um, Christian churches where, you know, there's no makeup, you're wearing long skirts and, you know, they um, are very, you know, by the book, you know. Um, and so, um, and that's been my my upbringing. And, um, but I'd love to sing in the choir and I love to get up and speak and give, you know, little sermonettes and, you know, give inspired word words from God. And um, I love working with the women and the youth, you know, and, and always being a helper, helper um, in ministry. And so I always saw myself as like a minister or an evangelist out in the mission fields. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, God, you know, um, you know, what is my life going to be like? And, you know, because I was working a corporate job, but I wanted God to release me to go to the nations. And God's yeah. like, you ain't going to the nations yet. I said, well, God, I just wanted to be activated and get on a plane and just go help and save souls. And, you know, um, but needless to say, God told me in due season. And uh, mm -hmm. I didn't know that it would be like decades later, you know, because right. this is in my 20s that I thought, I was going to go and do this great thing, this great work, you know, but I had to go through some processing on my own, you know, mm -hmm. uh, some really uh, dark nights of the soul that lasted for decades, you know, where I suffered from bipolar uh, disorder and major depression where I could not get up, up out of bed. You know, I suffered from very low self-esteem, low self-worth where I wore tons of makeup and I even had breast implants that I had removed during wow. my whole process. Oh yes. You know, because we have all this programming, right. you know, teaching us how to be and how to live. And a lot of us fall for it. Right. And, right. and, and we fall for this trap and we lose ourselves. And now we're, you know, addicted and strung out and off course and all this type of thing, yeah. you know? Um, and, and so it's just important to get back to the reality of life and what it really is and not all this materialism, you know, and, and all these things that all this propaganda. Um, and so what I teach people is to unplug from the matrix, truthfully, right. um, Marla, you know, we have to reprogram our whole mind from what we see to be the reality um, because that's false, you know? And so we have to, you know, teach ourselves what it really is mm -hmm. and then speak that thing. And then it will be that thing, you know? So I teach my clients how to create 5D realities, heaven on earth. How do we do that? First of all, we have to rethink and retrain the way that we view ourselves and the world around us 
And so it's important for us to remember who we are, I am. So that's mm -hmm. one of the most important things that I take my cl clients back through is that I am, no matter what tradition, everything goes back to one God, you know, there's right. only one, one period. And, um, but there's different ways that it's represented across cultures. Right. And so, but once we understand that God is love, that God is peace, that God is patient, that God is kindness, it's our job to exude that because that is who is within us, you know, right. and if not, we got some work to do. Right. You know, you, you bring up something that I want to kind of pivot and talk a little bit more about, because I want to know what was the turning point in your journey that made the significant impact on how you view the world. And you mentioned um, working in corporate and having this facade, you know, wearing a lot of makeup, having breast implants, and then going through these, these really long bouts of the dark night of the soul. How, what was that turning point so that you knew you saw the silver lining and it brought you out of that? What, where was that in your journey? Certainly. Um, so that silver lining came when I experienced unexplained infertility. And when I was in corporate, I was almost 40 years old. I was the top sales executive leader for this um, health IT startup. And um, I was earning multiple six figures and I was burnt to a crisp. And at the time, I wanted to expand uh, my family with my husband. And for years, I could not get pregnant. And so where I had the means to go the IVF route, I figured, well, we'll go make us a baby. Mm -hmm. And through that process, I found that it wasn't just that easy. Pardon. And not only that, it's very, and I'm not knocking anybody that goes that, that route. Right. Thank you. I mean, to each their own, but for me, I wanted it to be natural. Um, so I said, because it didn't take uh, at first. And so it was devastating. You know, month after month, you want to get pregnant and you're not. I mean, for any woman that's going through, my heart goes out to you. Um, but needless to say, um, Marla, um, I knew that I had to make a radical change um, to my life. And who I was was not going to work for the second half of my life, if you will. Um, because at that point, I couldn't see my life beyond 70, 80 years old. And to think about having a baby, I said, wait a minute, you know, there's no way that either way, I have to reprogram my whole body to extend my life. And I need energy and I need to be young again. Mm -hmm. um, so I said, God, how is this going to happen? And God did it. So I prayed. I started um you know, getting rid of the meat, the dairy, the processed foods, as I started to learn more about Dr. Sabi and Dr. Layla Af Africa, um, I started to incorporate that into my diet. But then I started to work with sacred plant medicine, uh, Marla. So once I started to do microdosing with psilocybin um, mushrooms, that really helped to open me up on much deeper levels, like quantumly, um, just in terms of the way that I viewed myself, the world. Um, also, um, you know, there's a lot of medical research that's been done around the use of psilocybin for treating PTSD, depression, end of life, um, anxiety. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, with that, um, I started to see shifts um, in my outer world, just as how, um, you know, my interactions with others, it was more harmonious. It was, it was, it was, it was, um, especially just given my nature, um, at times, um, just being this hot and cold and you don't know what you're going to get. It's like this peaceful Athena who's just all, I like, you know, just chilling. It's like, girl, what's happened to you? Yes. You know? And I'm like, oh my God, like I, I just, I just felt reborn and just renewed, um, Marla. 
And then I've also worked with other sacred plants, uh, Mama Aya, and my experience with um, ayahuasca. I mean, that's really um, when I had my rebirth, uh, truth be told. And it was not too long after that, that I, I lost my job at corporate America. And then I went on my whole pilgrimage and um, to Malibu, uh, California at first, to Billionaire's Row, Point Doom. Um, I was there for a couple of months and then I end up going to Mexico twice um, in 21. And I spent the time on long fast and, you know, um, just really spending time with God so I could figure out my soul's purpose to decompress and um, to get geared up for what what's next. Yeah, um, you know, it's been coming up and I, have you tried it before though? No. See, and that's where I wouldn't see. And that's where for me, I would prefer for you to be with someone that could guide you through your first time. Okay. So then yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, what are we going to do next year? And this, this I'm going to put this out in the universe. I want to be there with you. <laughs> no, 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 because here's the thing, Marla, I do this, I take people through, I'm a sitter, and so I, I do tea ceremonies uh, with women, especially okay. if it's your first time, because I'm not here to blow your mind, let's take five grams and all this, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 uh-uh. Because I had, I had a situation, um, I, I used to smoke marijuana all the time, like, I was a wake and baker, like, I had to roll my joint before I went to bed, wake up, I'd smoke, um, and then I had my awakening. Um, and so I stopped smoking for years. I'm going to say about maybe four or five years. And then when I picked it back up again, I could only do it in like, I take a couple of puffs. And I'm like, I'm good. I can't, I can't get there. Cause then I start seeing more stuff and I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. Right. Um, but with the psilocybin, um, mm -hmm. since this summer, I've been hearing about it more. And then when I went on a, um, when I went to Philadelphia in August for a spiritual conference, um, one of my friends, my astrologist actually was talking more about it. And during that time, it felt like spirit was putting mushrooms. I literally had bought a t-shirt with mushrooms on it because I thought it was cute. And then when I got to Philly, I was in a thrift store and I picked up what I thought was like a tablecloth. And it was actually a tapestry that had mushrooms on it. And I'm like, what in the world is going on with mushrooms right now and me? Like, is it calling me? Clearly, honey, <laughs> it is. And that's a rites of passage, uh, truthfully. And um, it's a beautiful, beautiful um, medicine. And I've, I've done, I've been working with this uh, sacred fruit for, and it's called the fruit of the gods. Um, 2019, I think is when I started. My mm -hmm. son, my daughter's partner born, put me on. Okay. And I was like, what is this drugs and all this thing? Yeah. And then I had to do research. So what I would say to you, and I could also give you some links to do the research, looking at Terrence McKenna, looking at Baba Akalendi, looking at Ram Das, you know, doing that research about these, um, what would you call them? Forerunners. This is a, a term that I would use to label them. But either way, I would encourage you to do that groundwork um and then again when it's time it, like again when a student's ready the teacher appears when you're ready that medicine appears and once you get tapped girl you are not the same and I could tell you that without a shadow of a doubt it's just it just levels you up and then things just start to open up and if the, especially if there's trauma oh girl I'm telling you the mushroom just works through and just it just 
does its thing and oh it's this amazing um medicine and um but it's not addictive and it's not something that you just want to go to because I'm talking about it, I'm like oh yeah, I've been yeah, no. So I I wanna. I would definitely only use it when I feel called. You know, when I feel spirit is leading me to to use it, and I don't want to do that much. Like, I might be like, just give me a drop. <laughs> like that's all I need. Yeah, no, it's true. But then when you get in, you'll be like, oh, give me a little more, because either way you slice it, the way either way, it's it's all ceremony uh, based. You know, we fast, we wear white, we write our intentions. You know what I mean, and uh, and that's it. And then we just uh, take the medicine, and you lay down, and as you need support, you know, there's support. And then we integrate, and then we move on. Um, but you have to make sure because it strips the serotonin in your brain. So you got to make sure prior to the trip that you load up. So again, you're on your cacao, you're on your MCT oils, or certain things you you load up so that you're good. Um, you know, because post- if not, you could have a bad trip, right? No, you'll be down. Because what happens is after you have your, your journey, you may feel a little sluggish a few days. Like you may be just like a little bit, kind of feeling a little bit out of it in a way. Like not your strong self. Okay. You'll find that. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for that. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. Oh, yeah. And I have that coming too, girl. Because I said, okay, I got sister that's ready for different levels of stuff. Yeah. in the room, honey. We'll get us a nice Airbnb near the water and get our whole life in a weekend yes um, yes uh, uh I think it's necessary my mom might need that too no it's true even my parents mm-hmm. um my father's open to it my mom not quite but I just have to be in a headspace to do that with them mm-hmm. the, but they already said that they're open but it's just spirit so your, that your parents are still alive yeah I, my I parents think- yeah, my dad's almost 80. My mom is in her late, mid, late 70s. She just had a birthday. Okay. And they just overcome, overcame cancer, prostate and breast cancer. Amen and ashe to that. Okay. Yes. So how, how have they received you since you've gone on your journey of self-mastery? Like, you know, with them being, I mean, Pentecostal and Apostolic Church, I, I had my share of that too. So what were they thinking or what were they like saying, Athena, what are you doing? Like, you know, how, how was that experience with your parents? It's been a great experience because, you know, um, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free or something along those lines. And the Bible says to study, to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not being ashamed, rightly dividing the word. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's more outside of just that one holy book. And so that's where my path of self-mastery has brought me all the way back, you know, to the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls and some of the old, you know, um, ancient manuscripts, you know, that I've studied, that I've looked at, the Emerald Tablets. And so, and, and looking at the um the the Tao Te Ching, um and 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 the Bagad, uh, either way you slice it, there's um. I know other, what book you're talking yeah. about. Um, it's I have that too. I have that book too. The Gita, you know. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? You slice it, right? Um, but uh, and and so and so understanding, you know, these different philosophies and 
um, you know, I do share them uh, with my parents. And so when I'm talking to them about it, it like blows their mind. And so they always say to me, Athena, you know, what about Jesus? Athena, what about Jesus? And I said, well, I know different story about Jesus than you know about Jesus, you know? And and so, um, and, and so it's just the beauty of this whole thing, because they don't get it. You know, they believe that, um, what they believe is, is, is real. Like there's no reincarnation, you know, when they die, it's either heaven or hell, but now, you know, they're starting to question more. And and that's really what I'm here to do is to help people to think more independently for themselves and then to bring them, you know, to the water, you know, Mm -hmm. drink, you know, um, to really get the full tea, the full story, you know, of the world in which we live. You know, because it's only looked at through one paradigm, you know, and I'm saying or through one lens. And so I want to help them to see, you know, not just with one eye, but with with both eyes, really. Right. And, and that third eye, you know, that real overstanding of everything. Yeah. And so um, but they can't deny my walk, my vibration, the love, the joy, just knowing who I was. You know, there's no denying that. So they're like, damn, I want what you got. You know what right. I mean? And for me, it's all life returning back to nature, you know, through alkaline water, through life roots, through speaking life, living life, because we're life, woo, you know what I mean? Yes. And so it, it definitely challenges those from that type of um, thinking, you know, because um, again, what are you living? Right. Woo, what you're preaching? How are you showing up to me right now? You know what I mean? Because that's the real test of a man, you know, is how you treat your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's what I'm all about, you know, is being the best you that you could be. Because if you won't do good for you, you ain't doing good for nobody else. That you know? part. So love the man in the mirror, you know? And so that's why I had to shed so many layers, all the makeup, all the implants, all the pretenses, you know, all this ego to get to the root of I am and say, okay, I'm not ashamed of this being and all the F-ups that I have over the years. Right. Because every sinner, what is it that like every saint has a past or yes. every sinner has a future. So, you know, and so I'm all about building potential, a, a future of possibilities and walking in that because there's no limit. The only limit is, is what you put on your mind. So yeah. it's kind of like, what are you creating in this season? You know, um, so I'm going to say to inspire people, really, Marla, you know, there's been a great resignation with the global um, sickness. There's a lot of unrest. A lot of people are going through different changes in relationships, whether it be separation, divorce, you know, so people are coming into new seasons of like transformation. It's, it's like a great opportunity to take that quantum leap mm-hmm. and to really do the things that you've dreamed about for years, you know, get started today. Yes. So you, you talked about the ways that you want, you help others, particularly women and healing them, you know, tell like basically peeling their, their layers back so that they can get back to self. Right. Um, what has been one of your most successful, um, experiences working with someone? Well, I have, um, a few, um, but most successful, um, because I'm just wrapping up a 90 day cycle and a number of my clients renew for multiple programs because once you get started, there's so much work to do. Mm-hmm. And one of my clients right now, um, her name is Angela and she just had one of her leg- legs amputated. Wow. So on February 22nd of 22, she went through a major uh, surgery. And so now she is on the mend. 
as far as the road to recovery, having to strengthen her body to be able to now use this prosthetic. So there's a lot of work that we have to do in the mind. There's a lot of work that we have to do in the body in order to shift. And there's a lot of work to do at the heart level, you know, just from all of that trauma wrapped up in that and, you know, all of the um, feelings that go into that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, working with that client week over week, month over month, chipping away at the things that have been holding her back that led her to that place, you know, but then more importantly, what is this vision of what you want to create? Right. You know, so we had to go through a lot of the shadow work and um, clearing work, um, and then creating this blueprint. Um, and then more importantly, taking those steps, um, you know, again, to get your body into position. And so this client, I believe over, and I've been working with her since June. So it's been almost six months. Um, she's lost a little, I want to say over 20 pounds. Um, she's oh. able to, oh yeah. I mean, in fact, you know, I could even uh, include a testimony, a video of her after this. Um, you know, but just in terms of just the way she's showing up in her mind, how she sees herself, um, things are just flowing. Um, and people have noticed and, um, yeah, and and there's nothing that's stopping her. Mm -hmm. And, um, but to see where she was and to see where she is now is a miracle. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it just shows what's possible when you just apply, you know, the, the steps that I teach, you know, um, about how to take care of your body intercellularly, and then also to how to pro, uh, reprogram your reprogram your mind. And then I also teach scripting. Um, so one of the important aspects of what I have my clients do is journaling. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very important to write down, you know, the things that you desire, the things that you're grateful for, the good, the bad, and the ugly, everything goes in that journal. Yeah. Um, you know, so I get my clients writing. Um, and seeing and feeling. And then, then that's where the magic of change happens. You know, so I'm all about the law of attraction, you know, ha- teaching my clients how to raise their vibration, how to get out of scarcity mindset, a, a fear of, of lack, anger, jealousy, all of those low vibrational energies, you know, to get to a place of optimism, peace, joy, love, bliss, you know, so we just have to reprogram our mind again, shift our thoughts. And it's just all about alchemy. Um mm-hmm you know, do you think that, um, you know, with someone who, and I'll use myself as an example for this, because I feel there are days where I'm extremely mentally high, I'm full of optimism, but then something might happen during the day. And I'm like, my mind goes to the scarcity to the lack. And it's, it's, it's like a roller coaster. Is that similar to what bipolarism is or, you know, how, how can we combat that um, con- more consistently? Sure. And I would say that's not necessarily bipolar. There's a study that, that, um, and I'm not sure the exact numbers of how many thoughts we have on our mind a day, but there's tens of thousands of thoughts that come through our mind. And out of those thoughts, I want to say over 70% of those are negative because mm-hmm. those are the ones that are just on replay. And so what I'm hearing you say, uh, Marla, is that there's times that you're feeling high, but then there's times that you're like, you know, you're in the valley of despair and then you're up on the mountain peak, then you're in the valley of despair. And it's just this roller And all in one day. And it's like, that's never really happened until the last few years where I'm like just battling the thoughts every day. <laughs> so, so that's what we have to think about what's changed. 
you know, in your reality for your mind to think that, you know what I mean? And, and so it's kind of like, um, you know, um, you just have to analyze what's going on around you. That's mm -hmm. causing you to think that. And then more importantly, what can you do? Cause there's an action you can take to improve that. Yeah. So in other words, it's kind of like, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you know, and which you are, you know, so how we get paid as clients and if things are slowing down, you're like, oh shit, you know, that was looking good. I decided someone and oh shoot, it's quiet. Now what God, you yeah. know, um, that's where you just have to be still and trust, you know, and that's where I would encourage you to go back to Proverbs three, five, and six. And I love that scripture because that scripture says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and to lean not unto your own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So when you're feeling that momentum and then it's like, you know what I mean? And right. That's exactly how it feels. <laughs> right. That the tide gets blown out, bong, bong, you know, and then you're like, oh shoot, you know, mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, that's where you just have to kind of remind yourself of the word. And sometimes it could be where you just tap out that day and you say, mm -hmm. you know what day you, you, you got that, you know, and then you just go to sleep. You know what I mean? You rest, you, you take time for self-care, you know, what needs nourishing in your life, yeah. you know, and, and that's what I do in those moments of like despair in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, I say, okay, God, I, I don't know what to do, you know, and that's okay. You know? And I just say, breathe, you know, Woo, God, where's my journal? Yeah. shit no, and That's uh, okay. yeah and then from that point you know um again I do nothing until I get the next the inspired downward. move to do yes I want to bring up something very sensitive um because recently you were posting about your grandbaby and I just want to acknowledge him and um have you share what what happened and and what that means to you now of course. So I just want to um, say thank you to Marla for um, taking time to honor Eternal Ohm. And Eternal Ohm is my first grandson family. And I'm such a proud Yaya. Yes. Um, all the grandmothers out there just want to recognize you because it's a great honor to be a grandmother. And um, I'm I'm a mom of, of one child and my baby girl was pregnant uh, last year. And I was planning to move to Mexico. And uh, just when I came back from my pilgrimage, she says, mom, I'm having a baby. So I said, oh, I guess I'm not moving to Mexico. I'm going to be in Central Mass for another cold winter. Okay. Yeah. Sister, you know, and so uh, we were planning to have um, a natural home birth with a midwife and doula. And so we worked to um, find uh, a qualified midwife. And we found uh, the only black midwife in the state to um, come and support our family wow. and a doula. And so my daughter and her partner, you know, had a plant-based pregnancy um, throughout the nine months. And we had a scheduled home birth, but the home birth was chaotic. And my grandson was born on November 29th of 2021, and he presented breach. And through that breach presentation, um, you know, it, it landed my grandson in the ICU, and he lived for 10 strong days. And on the 10th day, um, Eternal was called back home, mm -hmm. and he gained his angel wings. And, um, you know, and he did suffer a birth uh, injury from that whole experience, mm -hmm. um, you know, but his presence and legacy lives on. And that situation has rocked our world on so many levels. So again, my heart goes out to all the moms that have had miscarriages or babies that, you know, um, 
we're only here for a short while, yeah. you know, um, my heart and prayers um, go out to each and every one of you into your wombs, into your heart spaces. And, um, and we just had the celebration of life for eternal last weekend, last Saturday. Mm -hmm. And um, yesterday was the date that he transitioned. So it's been a year uh, yesterday. And so, um, you know, just to see how God has kept us, you know, it's, it's a miracle, uh, truthfully. And it just goes to show when you're rooted and grounded, you know, um, in God, you know, in the word, uh, the logos. And, um, and you know, you know, that we've already done this before. Again, yes. I think about this life differently. So once we realize we're just here to learn our lesson, you know, everybody's a, a project, not a projection, but just a mirror, you know, we're just here to observe as we move through, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We all have our assignment. And so, um, it, it, but, but what that has taught me though, um, uh, Marla, is uh, how fragile uh, life is and how important uh, life is. And um, it's so special, you know, because God, because God controls it all, you know, yes. when we come in and when we're out of here. Right. And just to see how quickly God moved on that. Oh my God, you know, um, because the fact that any of us is still alive is a miracle, right? you know, um, you know, but that just shows us that there's still more work for us to do. And then also to help other people, because we're not just here for our own selves, you know? So once we get over ourselves and all of our drama, then we can get into mission to do what we're here to do, yeah. um, you know, period. Um, but I appreciate you for bringing up my baby and um, I love my eternal and, yes. uh, you know, um, him transitioning has definitely put a fire under me. I can tell you, cause I'm like, Woo, girl, just there's so much to do now yes. like hey no, god when you when you posted about him and you posted your daughter your daughter is absolutely beautiful um I was so like I'm tearing up now and I'm like I don't even I just met y'all <laughs> but it's he was such a beautiful baby I and know. yes and so um yes he is absolutely a doll and what a powerful name, Eternal Ohm. Yeah. That's a timeless name. That's a time. I mean, he's eternal. That's what I'm telling and you. I'm over, I'm over here crying. I'm sorry, No, no, it's okay, honey. Because I said, I said to myself, Marla, last week I cried so hard. Because when you don't accept something, you know, because grief, there's layers to it. And I'm not saying that I've conquered this situation because right. um, I would be lying because there's times I think I'm good and then a week later I'm like oh shoot like I'm not good like yeah. I think I may need a counselor like truthfully um you know but just having that closure if you will with the ceremony last Saturday because this has been pending for a year right. you know what I mean um, but it's not a goodbye, you know, how we see this and even the pictures I, I'm sure you saw maybe from the celebration of life, you know what I mean? Um, so it's different. Um, and so now that I see it like that, it's like, I don't know. It's just, I internalize this whole thing, yeah. um, where it's okay. Cause it is okay. You know, yeah. like hey, life goes on. My baby's good. Like make sure yeah. I'm, you know, because yeah. um, eternal reminds me, you know, grandma, don't, don't cry for me, grandma. I'm good. I'm free. You know, grandma, do what you got to do. And I'm right. like, 
high school. How are you just going to come down here for 10 days and just skip on out of here? Like, right. you got to leave the assignment. You better he leave was like, but He said, I got work to do, Grandma. I'm a right. big soul. Right? Seriously. You know, I said, okay, I see you. I see you, son. You know, yes. and, and the beauty is all the signs externally where I see my baby. You know, he's right. everywhere. So, like, right. you know, and so, um, but yeah, my heart definitely goes out to my daughter and to Born and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and to Parley, um, that's Nana, mm-hmm. and to Shyasia, his auntie, you know, and um, and to Todd, that's granddad, and you know, and uh, you know, but it, it's well, you know, and and that and that's all that that's it, you know, is well yeah. with my soul. And God said that He will give us beauty for ashes, you know, and. And so his ashes are right there on my altar and I spend time with my, my grandson and prayer and mm-hmm. meditation. And even, um, cause I have a selenite wand too. Um, so I'll take my selenite wand and I'll just cradle it. Aww. And oh yeah, yeah, I'll be playing no <laughs> games love, with I this healing. Oh yeah. It. You know, um, and then I write, I write to Marla. Um, so I'm a poet, so I've written poetry, um, to help express this um for my grandson yes yes I want and you know that leads me to um a couple of we're coming close to the end of our our time together but I do want to ask you um going back to your indigenous roots and learning about the spiritual practices and the way of your people um what is that nation's relationship with the ancestors is that something that you um learned along the way with with connecting back with with the nation um what what does that look like for for your for your uh tribe certainly a uh, great question so as it relates to um the nipmuc with the ancestors um, that's not something that i necessarily have gleaned from that part of who i am Um, The ancestors has come from more of my um, spiritual path. And so working with um, like Born and his family, my daughter's partner, they're the ones that have put me on more so to the ancestors looking at the African spiritual traditions. And so that's where that's coming from. And then even um, on my pilgrimage, working with shamans and working with other, you know, high priestesses and, you know, other medicine workers, you know, learning about Ifa and Yoruba. And, and so these traditions, you know, honor ancestors. And so, um, and so I've learned from those and then, um, you know, I incorporate it into my practice. Um, so I've been able to pull certain things from different traditions into my practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with the, the Nipmuc, what I can say as far as the ancestors, I know that they do a lot of preservations where they are digging different um, burial sites, to, you know, uh, to pull up, um, you know, bones and whatnot to uh, put to the museum. And so um, these are types of things that I'm definitely interested in, you know, um, being more hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot that's going on in the nation. And I'm now just because I've been on this whole, since my awakening, I went to Egypt and then I was leaving corporate. And so I really haven't been home. So now that I'm home, now it's like, I'm really figuring things out now, Marla. And this has been since this year. Because after my grandson gained his wings, that's when it came clear I had to cut everybody out of my life, uh, Marla, at that time. It was like a 911 alert, like business. This is not business as usual. 
Like I have to totally reevaluate every freaking thing because my grandson's not here right now. So this is not normal, you know? And so, although it is, cause you know, but either way. Um, and so that's when I said, I have to stop looking to create relationships with all these new people. Mm -hmm. I need to go back and heal my roots, my family of origin, figure out my, my path with the nipmuc, get uh, activated there. You know, there's things I got to do activation wise at the base level, you know, before I can branch out. And so that's what I'm doing now uh, with the tribe and the chief is my cousin. And so I attend the meetings and um, she, I just did a talk at Worcester state. So she came to support me where I talked about uh, indigenous healing practices, medicine, and mindset for native American heritage month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So there's, there's one more question. And then there's the last question. <laughs> <laughs> because um I I definitely want to bring up the your diet because you talked about being a conscious plant-based eater. What does conscious plant conscious plant-based mean? Sure. So so conscious plant-based eater means you're conscious about what you're eating. So in other words, I'm not vegan, I'm not raw. I'm conscious about what I eat. It's primarily plants. I do have insects like ants, which is highly loaded with zinc and um, a polyrachis ant. And then additionally, when I was in Mexico, I had um, some crickets, you know, um, and I loved eating the crickets for a snack. And then when it comes to certain times of the year, um, for an example, when I fast, I'll have um, consecrated meat like um uh, lamb, you know, um, but other than that, um, me personally, I'm not consuming any dairy or any meat outside of that, um, you know, but I just take in everything that's going to feed my body intercellularly, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because we're made up of billions of cells, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, you know, and we're also water beings, you know, we're like plants. So it's like, if you want to be the best, you just have to nourish yourself inside out, outside in. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you're destined to win. It's like nothing can, it's like you're unstoppable at that point. Right. And so um, there's so much power that's unleashed, you know, when you live this type of life, because all the energy, because we're electric beings, you know, so there's so much electricity now that's flowing mm -hmm. because channels are open. Yes. And when you're eating lighter, you can hear more from on high. And that's who wouldn't want to hear from God about what you got to do. Woo, yes. You know what I mean? Well, Athena, I, I know hey, you, you are the plug girlfriend. <laughs> I got you, honey. Come on in the room. I got you. You know, what you need, I got you. you know? Right, right. So my last question is, what would be a word of encouragement that you would like to share with our listeners if they are uncertain of where they are on their spiritual journey. Sure. It could be a so, word or a phrase. Yep. So, um, yeah. So what I would say is, um, what I would encourage all of the listeners, um, you know, to, as far as when you're on your path and on your journey, um, especially right now, a lot of us are looking for answers. A lot of us are not sure the next step to take. Um, one of the things that I want you to know is God's word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So you are not alone in this season. Um, so that's one of the things I want you to know first and foremost. So the second thing I want you to know is that even though they're saying 
this R word is happening around us. The Bible says, never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor my seed begging bread. You know, so we're not beggars in this season. You know, we are believers in the season and we're believing that unlimited abundance, you know, uh, unlimited prosperity is flowing into our lives. So one of the things that I encourage listeners is to speak those things that, that be not as though they are and yeah. see what does happen in your life today. But you have to believe, you know, so have faith and don't doubt and see what God won't do for you. Um, so be encouraged today, you're not alone. You know, again, the Bible says that God is gonna leave us with the comforter and that's the Holy Spirit, you know, that Shakti, you know, so we gotta activate that Holy Spirit that is within us, you know what I mean, um, to be that light. Um, so I just encourage you to be that light today. I love it, Athena. So share with our listeners where they can find you. What's your, what, do you have a website? Do you have, um, what's your social media handles? Absolutely. So you can follow me. Um, I do have a website, athenacalendar.com. You can also find me on Facebook, um, Athena Calendar. Um, IG, it's restoring underscore wealth underscore and underscore wellness. I know it's a little long. That, yeah. <laughs> and wellness. I'm working on tr truncating it down. And then I'm also on LinkedIn um, as well, Athena Calendar. Um, so I'd love for you to um, subscribe, you know, um, you know, join my mailing list and stay plugged into this movement. You know, the potential and purpose train is moving out. So again, no man left behind or woman left behind. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Athena. I just love you. And I cannot wait until we can meet in person because I'm coming. I'm coming to the East Coast. I'm putting it out there. And yes, it's going to happen. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Well, Marla, I appreciate you, your beautiful soul, this lovely channel. And I look forward to partnering with you in the future. And um, thank you again. And thank, thank you again you. to all the listeners. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode on the Metaspiritualist Podcast. We hope that this episode provides you with clarity, guidance, and comfort on your spiritual path or faith walk. To dial into our frequency, please be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Metaspiritualist, Twitter at Metaspirit21, and of course, on your favorite podcasting platforms. Also, we'd like to invite you to visit our website at www.themetaspiritualist.com. Right on the homepage, you can listen to the podcast, learn more about our platform, and soon we'll have a spiritual shop for all of your metaphysical and spiritual needs. Additionally, you can subscribe to our newsletter. If you enjoy the content being brought to you, feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope that you are in peace, harmony, love, and abundance.